horror movie fans, welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind the Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Now put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cold Trash Horror Movie Grind, or this month, another episode of Grind Vember, where all month we are covering all Grindhouse movies all month. Um, if you haven't been paying attention, the first couple of weeks of November, we started doing a bunch of Grindhouse films, starting with Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror. Um, and then last week, we did Hobo with a Shotgun. And I call those Neo Grindhouse because those came out as tributes to Grindhouse and spawned a new genre of Grindhouse. Uh, go, go back to those episodes. You'll hear me talk a lot more about it. Uh, but uh, this week, we're, we're going into the, the classics. Uh, the cult classics. The, the actual real Grindhouse films. Uh, starting with uh, oh, one of my favorite genres, which is black exploitation, uh, from the seventies. It's it's a lot of fun. It's um, a, a lot of just I don't know. It, it's it's a lot of fun. But uh, anyway, we're we're starting with uh one. There's not a whole lot of horror black exploitation, but um, the, I found one. It's Blackula. It, it's it's definitely if you listen to the intro, uh, we're we talking about the good, the the bad, the so bad is good. This is definitely so bad is good, and we're definitely making fun of how bad this movie is in so many ways. Uh, this is came out in 1972, directed by William Crane, starring William Marshall. Uh, you probably don't know who he is because he hasn't been in a whole lot of movies. But this one in particular, before this, he did a lot of theater. He is a theatrical actor, and he's almost in a whole other movie because he's acting his ass off while everybody else who had anything to do with this movie like failed horribly. But uh, anyway, uh, let, let me let me bring a couple people in uh, to to make fun of this with. We got Daniel. What's up? Hey there. Um, I, I, I want to start this episode with saying that you cannot spell black exploitation without exploitation. Oh, and I thought you were about to say blackula. You, <laughs> you can't spell black exploitation without blackula. I'm pretty sure you could, but you can't spell it without black, and you can't spell it without exploitation. And I think it's pretty, uh, it, it's pretty noteworthy in this movie that this entire genre is made for the so bad it's good sort of movie and you're right there are very few horror movies that really touch on this there's black and stein uh and a a small handful of others i think that there's a uh dr jekyll and mr hyde uh yeah directed by the same guy who did blackula by the way yeah it's uh dr black and, and mr hyde 
it's um it's an, an odd crossing of genres and uh i think that one of the the craziest things when we look into this sort of genre is trying trying your best to to get your enjoyment out of it knowing that it's from a bygone era so yes. um while the the jokes and the stereotypes absolutely do not always fall there is absolutely a sense of humor to be had with uh you know, watching a movie like this where people will just push forward that 70s agenda of, hey, if it's black, it sells. And that's what they were going for. They yeah, because these to, movies started out as yeah. uh, films for black audiences by black f- filmmakers. And there, it's still going on. It's, it's actually, it's not like a thing that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, we, we, like it, it got restarted in the '90s, and then today, like Jordan Peele is very much so still doing black exploitation. He is absolutely making it a you know modern day sensitive though. You yeah, watch back very much like this. It is very dated. There's large portions of it that you're gonna be upset about, and that's okay. And there's large portions of it that you can take enjoyment out of it, and that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, before we get more into that, we still have uh, another friend here, and uh, he will go by the name of Ian Kula. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> it's nice. Right. Uh, right. I, I, man, you tried for this one, but uh, you, you tried almost because every episode you're on, you, you like to have a pun with your name in there. Yeah. And oh, uh, I, did, you, I didn't try at all with this one. That's the point. You, you tried <laughs> just as hard as Dracula himself tried with naming uh, our protagonist in this one. Oh, um, yeah. He, do, he does name him, doesn't he? Yeah. I ha- actually have that clip right here. So let's, let's just jump right into oh, it. Oh, can we see it? Yes. <laughs> you shall pay, Black Prince. I shall place a curse of suffering on you that will doom you to a living hell. A hunger, a wild, gnawing, animal hunger will grow in you. A hunger for human blood. Here you will starve for an eternity. Torn by an unquenchable <laughs> Those ladies in the background are distracting. With my name. They look so annoyed. You shall be Blackula. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he tried oh, so hard no. to be fiend. No. Never to know that sweet blood which will become locking them away. only Dude, that's that good hammer blood right there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, that's Bright what red. I thought. It's like Christopher Lee. But look, the eye blood is different from the mouth you blood. We're <laughs> oh, I thought he was crying. Helpless. Is that it? Dying. Sure. Why not? Do the black flesh rots. Oh, and just for oh, context, because okay. out of context, that looks like what? Who, uh, what? But with context, so it's 1780, and Prince uh, Mama Walde. Uh, who I don't think they ever say what country he's from, but he uh, Africa. He's an African prince. Yeah, yeah. Pro- okay, yeah. There you go. Nineteen seventy-two. That's that's the enough. country of Africa. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 
So he shows up in Transylvania to try to get the Count uh, Dracula's help with uh, with uh, ending the slave trade. Which, personally, I think if, if he had if he'd accepted that, uh, if he'd accepted that, that would have made a much better movie. Uh, Dracula oh, and Prince Mama so Walde cool. ending the slave trade. Watch, yeah, I would have loved to watch a 1970s movie about <laughs> Dracula and African prince just like fighting fools, killing them for slave trading. That would be pretty cool. Just like uh, yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, 1700s. Right. There well, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the thing is that like so we we have the actual real Bram Stoker's Dracula. And he he's just like balls deep in, in the slave trade, <laughs> and, uh, and for and, reasons. And so he just calls over uh, a prince of a an African country. Comes he comes over to his castle and they discuss it. And so yeah, his name is Prince Mama Walde, I think. That's what I just said. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah. He wasn't invited to the castle. Uh, oh, Mama he Walde. just shows up. Uh, Mama Walde goes in an attempt to to get Dracula's uh, assistance to to yeah he, talk him into like, joining his side. We we need to end the slave trade because this is awful. Turn, and and then Dracula turns out he's it. he's just racist as fuck. And yep. he was just like, you know what? I'm kind of really Dracula's the whitest slaves. of all of us. That's that's <laughs> what happens, I guess, when you change somebody but, all their blood. More racism. That's terrible. But but hey, let's get <laughs> let's get one thing. Dracula himself. Let's get one thing straight though, because uh, earlier y'all were talking about how this is like a, a movie that's so bad it's good. But this movie uh, made over a million dollars. It was one of the highest grossing films of 1972. And wild. and that acting we just saw, like you were you're mentioning earlier, these guys are like stage actors, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, and they're giving well, stage actor him, really. Well, I guess Dracula was. Dracula was. looked to me like he had some experience on the stage. Okay. Yeah. So so I, I think you know he was probably like this script is. Ridiculous ridiculous but that, okay one thing that surprised me about this movie ha- is how how surprisingly uh uh good it was like it not and not a so bad it's good way but parts of it were like well done and had me feeling stuff you know? so, some of it is a lot of it, of it isn't and it's kind of just merged together in one thing and we'll get into it but yeah. um yeah so it turns out dracula is just a fucking shitty racist <laughs> And he, and not only that, but he's like he sits him down and gives him some cognac, and um, and he's just like, you know what? I I kind of I'm kind of really digging my slaves. I, I think I'll I'll continue. And, and Prince Mamawanda is just like what? And not only that, but like your your wife is just he calls her delicious, and, and at which point. Mama Walde is like, I'm about to just cut, kill this motherfucker right here. Uh, but he, he's so classy about it. And he's like, sir, I've decided that your your brandy is as good as, what was he saying? As good as your... Uh, uh, oh, that's a good quote, too. Yeah, if only we could remember it. Uh, as, ah. <laughs> but uh, he's being rude. And so, and then Dracula is just like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm gonna turn you into a vampire, and they kill your wife, and then, and then we see the scene that we just saw, where he's just like 
just spouting so much racism at him. And then the thing is, though, is like he's like, I'm gonna take away your name, take away your title. You're you're now a vampire, and you your name will be, uh, like he didn't think this through. He was just like, um, hmm. something Acula. My name oh, is wait. Dracula. You're black. Black, yellow. Jeremy. <laughs> and so he just calls him black, yellow. and then we see, um, like, in his sleep, he's like, "Oh, this motherfucker." <laughs> so this this one of those scenes that hit me a little bit hard on like uh, a lot of the things that I've seen as far as like trying to trying to understand slave trade and trying to understand all the the shit that. Uh, that people had gone through uh, during periods like the 1700s and later um, was where people's titles and names and entire existence was taken away from them. And that I think was one of those, it, it just like, it just struck me at this whole different, like I, this topic almost seems like it's striking. And I know that we are in an exploitation movie and I know that it's uh, a somewhat, poorly made movie for a lot of reasons, but I still felt like they really were hitting hard on exactly the points of what it was like to have your identity taken away from you uh, it, by being a Dracula, uh, in this case, as opposed to being a slave. But they start by talking about slaves and then they bring uh, the Draculas into it. Like, okay, this is how we're going to set up our whole uh, issue that everyone's having in the movie. And I thought that was kind of interesting because... They, they really leave it on the floor there. This is the last that we have super deep thoughts, in my opinion, <laughs> in this movie. And it's really uh, well done in the beginning. And it's just like, and after that, it's like, oh, I'm a Dracula, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 might, I, I might have some counterpoints to that later, but, but, I, but I really like that point you made that I, I didn't even realize that. It's like, a, it's like uh, Prince Mama Walde is being enslaved by vampirism. Uh, Absolutely, I, I didn't he, even he loses, catch that. Yeah, Man. he loses his identity. He loses his uh, his name. Even he's not called the same name anymore. There's lots of great movies out there that have that. Uh, not very many. What, so bad it's good movies. But uh, what year like did that. Roots come out? <laughs> Anybody know offhand? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Should no, not years. Well, I'm not willing to look at my phone for that. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like to this look could... at my phone unless I have no idea what I'm talking about, and um, I have no, no idea, idea what your roots came out. So, well, but uh, uh <laughs> 1977. This definitely influenced roots, man. I don't think that's true. Well, what other uh, depictions of the slave trade in cinema were 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 being shown in 1972 or prior? All of them. <laughs> All right. I'm not familiar with this. <laughs> or, uh. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on. So, uh, let's get into like some more of the so bad as good. So, so that that's how it starts. I mean, basically, the whole thing really is so bad as good because, like, next we, uh, so Blackula. Which is not called Blackula throughout the rest of the movie. It's still Mama Walde. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Like, that's the one and only time he's called that. 
and uh, and then they title the movie that because you know that that'll that'll sell seeds. Prince Mama Wole does not have the same appeal <laughs> to it. Um, but uh, yeah, so now he's in New York, um, and and, um, and so he gets out, and then we have more prejudice. We have uh, two stereotypical, very stereotypical gay people who uh, like... Hey, hey, hey. Interior designers. Interior okay. designers, yes. They, they, they never explicitly... Called them in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, that's the yeah. thing, is that they're, uh, they are referred to to the slur, uh, the F word, and uh, because after uh, Mama Wanda, like drains them of their blood and like leaves them there and kills them the cops come and they're like oh it's just a couple of blank uh and it's so and then you you hear that like you're watching this for the first time and you hear that you're like whoa did he just say what i thought he said <laughs> it's like damn they're really and they say it like a couple more times later on in the movie and it's like damn they're really just comfortable with that and that, that's where this movie is definitely suffers from the period from the this came out in 1972 and uh, and back then that that was like kind of a normal thing uh which i'm glad that we've definitely very much progressed through but um however as hateful as that is and how not okay that is uh i do appreciate it this movie for for putting um not only uh gay people in this but uh, uh interracial couple gay couple in here which was not seen at the hey. time so in a way it's <laughs> hey, every, kind of uh, being progressive hey every it's homophobic those... <laughs> every homophobic cloud has a silver lining i guess you know yeah, because this is one of those that, crazy things that does happen in exploitation movies, though, is that they will break into something that is considered not okay, and that is based very much on the period and not based on uh, progression of culture. And they don't—they're not afraid to show something like, "Oh, we've got a gay interracial couple here." Like, yeah. did they do anything wrong? No, they were living their lives. They got killed by a guy. Yeah, they were, they were oh, fine. and everyone hated on them because they were gay. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Well, I, it, it's not even that they they weren't being like people weren't being, uh, I guess, prejudiced towards them. They, they weren't. The only, only thing bad happened is that a vampire came and sucked their blood. Yeah. Uh, when uh, the cops referred to them by that slur. He's not even being hateful about it. It's like, yeah, that's just what they are, and uh, mm -hmm. which was kind of normal at the time. So it was just like now for for us and a much more progressive society, it, it, it sounds really fucked up. But like at the time, there it was just like I guess it was kind of normal. I don't know. I, hey man, I, I should the, probably in, shut up. In the seventies, <laughs> outside of a, of a few like main locations uh, and 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 then small underground communities throughout the country homophobia was the standard and then yeah. going yeah. deviating from that was 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 not the norm and then by the time you get to the 90s it, we, we got to the point of you know but there's nothing wrong with that you know what i'm saying like you know and, and it's oh like seinfeld 
Yeah, yeah. So you could oh, you yeah. could see a popular culture progression in the acceptance of uh-huh. of gay people. Yeah, th- this was acceptance of just like they exist, which you yeah, don't th- see was, in a lot yeah. of seventies films. This is fifty years ago, if you want to think about it, in like a hard time uh, as far as feeling old. But like this movie happened literally fifty years ago, and people weren't okay with that sort of thing. So that's 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 interesting about the way that exploitation movies happen is mm-hmm. they oftentimes go into these subjects that you don't you don't do in that era and right. uh as much as we try to recapture the essence of that it's it's usually lost because you've got you know newer and more accepting actors and you got newer and more accepting crowds but back then that was shocking and and crazy for people to do and that's something to appreciate too in this movie is that they had absolutely no problem with being shocking or being, uh, you know, crazy about uh, how they referred to people or, or how um, how their roles were in the movies. So that's pretty neat. Right. Uh, now, back to, to the whole black exploitation thing. This is a black exploitation. I mean, it, it's, it's like, in one way, it, it's kind of what uh, other Ian was saying is that the, they're trying to, I guess be uh, what what were you saying? You, you were saying that this <laughs> being like kind of which was which specific part of what I said? Like they're trying to like kind of teach a lesson, kind of in a way. And oh well, it's a. I mean, it's a. Uh, you're you talking about how there's the allegory in the, in that yeah. scene. Or, yeah, or there, that, there's yeah, all yeah. that. But also, oh, oh well, well, okay. There's there's a. There is an underlying theme of uh, of social injustice, right? And you find that a yes. lot in in black exploitation film, where the the, oh, yeah, the the black man or the black woman becomes the the hero, and and I'm sure to a lot of people in yeah, the, at that, that time that, that was like a cool thing to see. Popular back then, uh, yeah. yeah. When you're used this to going, is, this is the beginning of that. There, there's a movie we we've definitely talked about it in a couple of other episodes. Uh, kind of recently, but there's another movie called Boss, and it's actually two words: is Boss and then the N word, and uh, starring Fred Williamson. And like the N word is in the title of the movie, and Amen. but he yeah. is he goes into this old western. It's a it's a western, and he goes into this town. He's a f- newly freed slave, and he just cleans up, and he just kills all the racists, and he he's a total savior. And uh, and at that time, there weren't any movies like that. And he just like pretty much like they call him the N word because you know they're they're trying to like keep him down, but he rises above it and is like, you know what? Like, call me that. I don't care. I'm still going to plus it had shock value, which overcome you. Yeah, true. That you know, is, they want to get asses in point. seats. Yeah. And, so and that's so, a big part. Of it. Uh, I got a big question for you in this. Uh, this is actually the plot of a fair number of black exploitation movies. Does Blackula count to you guys as the hero of the movie? Do you well, like Blackula really. or is he a bad guy? And that, oh, that's oh, where no, this no, he's... comes. A, a, this is why it's a bad movie in general. Is because it's like. He still kills random people, feeds off of them, and they become mm-hmm. like well, that's the, monsters. That's the quintessential. White that's, I well, hey, call them. Hey, I mean, nobody's perfect, and that—that's the quintessential problem. Uh, you know, with, with with a lot of people, you know, good people can do bad things, and bad people can do good things, right? 
And I think this explores <laughs> that. I mean, they really tap into a lot of sympathy <laughs> for so. Prince Mama Walde. Or was he a king? Is it King Mama Walde? He, no, he's a prince. Prince. So, so he had a father that he had a he had a living father that had to mourn his his uh, death. That, that's sad, man. But but he see, probably. Uh, I don't know. He he just well, well he died eventually, but at seventeen eighty. Yeah, he <laughs> was like, oh, he went to go try to get help from that dude in Transylvania, and now we're still fucked. You know, yeah, he, he never showed back up. Yeah, but uh, but but Are yeah, you like, seeing that there's not a uh a, a a black mummy out there somewhere that was the king. Because well, I feel like King Mummy, King Black Mummy oh, would be. Man, the, what what if they did all the Universal Soldiers? Or it's I'm ready. I'm ready God for our sequel. All uh, the Universal talk. Monsters. Hey, I'm, you know they did make Blackenstein, and I'm sure if it sold they better, that they that they might have made Black Mummy and uh, <laughs> whatever other creature from know. the Black Lagoon. Oh wait, no, that's already one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's it's well, like in all caps. Hmm. Creatures from the black. Yeah, there, you know, there's, there, there's no way to add any more words to that 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 make it sound that, that don't sound terrible. So, uh, but but yeah, I, I really do think that Prince Mama Walde is a sympathetic a sympathetic character. And, yeah. Oh, he's absolutely sympathetic. Know. But he like, is but that's a no the whole trope. Good guy. That's the whole trope of Dracula. Well, he's he's an anti-hero. Then something something like that. You know, he's or not even a hero by any means. He doesn't he, do. He's shit. saving. He's saving <laughs> Tina. You know what he's doing? He's saving Tina from mediocrity and uh, <laughs> making her immortal. And you know, you know who. who uh, and we're skipping all the way to the end. But you know who? You know who was not very nice? The the guy who killed Tina, who was uh her like father or cousin or or the cousin's friend or whatever the the. The white dude that was with her father, I don't know. But someone <laughs> drove a stake through Tina's heart and it wasn't Blackula, okay? They were trying to kill Blackula though. That was they weren't trying to kill Tina. I remember Yeah, I know, but you know, does intent matter when death is the the consequence? Well, let, let's you know? actually speaking of which, now if this is a major plot point which is her. Um and also, like probably the entire, the dumbest, the single dumbest thing of the entire movie. So this is kind of uh, almost a ripoff of Bram Stoker's Dracula, as far as the story, the plot goes. Almost uh, even though Dracula is in this movie, but uh, if you're not aware, if anybody listening is not aware, uh, Dracula is he's he's a va- well before he becomes a vampire, he's in like. I don't know what, like uh, the 1400s, the 1300s? 1780. He... The year 1780. It says it in the first the first number on in shown on the movie. And Bram Stoker's Turner... Dracula? Oh, no. I thought we were talking about Dra- uh, Black. No, yeah. Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula is like, he, <laughs> he, he, he's Vlad the Impaler, basically. Uh, he's, or he's based off of Vlad. And uh, he had a wife who thought that he died in battle, so she killed herself, and uh, in a, a very Romeo and Juliet kind of way. <laughs> and uh, and then he sees that, so he renounces God, and he becomes a vampire, and he becomes Dracula, and then he just chills in his castle, just like ju- he he just like gives up on life. Basically, he just hangs out in his castle for like four hundred years. Then he finally decides to uh, purchase land in uh, in England, and the, the the guy who who comes to him, uh, his fiance 
looks just like his old wife. And so he goes to to England and finds her and realizes that she is the reincarnation of his former wife. And he tries to uh, pretty much like he recognizes her. He tries to get her to recognize him. And it's a love story that way. Blackula does the same thing, except for waiting hundreds of years. He just wakes up after 200 years in another country. And the first woman he sees, he recognizes as his, his former wife. Okay, and he sees her at the funeral. But but li- listen, what's the difference between those two scenarios? Uh, white Dracula chooses to stay in the castle. And like yeah. Daniel said earlier, he didn't have a choice in his vampirism. He, 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 was, he was forced to be That's locked not, away. For no, I, yeah, I, I get that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the original story... He waits 400 years until finally she pops back up and he recognizes her. In Blackula, he he goes to sleep. He wakes up in another country 200 years later. And the first woman he sees is his wife. And that, my friend, is terrible scriptwriter. It's also exploitation cinema. Like... Ah, we gotta move this plot along, man. We can't just yeah. drag here all day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, she, that's your wife. And, 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 she looks kind of like her. Go for it. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and, well, he he believes he, she that she's the reincarnation of of his wife, and and actually yeah. she's she's what the brother of one of the interior decorators that he murders early in the film. So there's already yeah. that duality of oh, I killed your brother, but also I'm in love with you. It's so yeah, coincidental. You know what I mean? It's like ridiculously coincidental. He sees her at the it funeral. He was trying to get the body. Writing. I think Ian's got a very good point on that. Like that—that's really bad script writing. Like, that yeah, is so but, you know, bad. Bad. Not waiting around for even a month inside of the city. Nah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. brother of the, the guy. First place he goes, there she is, and then what? she runs away from him. What were the odds? Like very unlikely. And, and know, then it gets right? worse. Yeah. And then it gets worse because uh, he uh, that he takes her purse by accident. She runs away from him, and then he brings her purse back to him at at the club. He just goes oh. to the club, and then she's there. And then fucking, oh, she's like, oh, "Okay, thanks." And he's like, "Yeah, so I'm a vampire, and you are my old wife who died reincarnated." She's like, "Okay, cool." Oh yeah, Let well, vampires have that skill of just fucking smooth talking, dude. That is that, true. That's always that, been that, that, but, that is true. I won't give but, you okay, that. But she can't, she was just like, okay. <laughs> we can't we can't gleam over something about this scene though. Uh, that that and, and I don't think it's something that any of us has mentioned yet. This is when I when I first realized this film has a fucking great soundtrack. Not just oh, like yeah. a okay funk soundtrack, but like they, so they got the Hugh Corporation Absolutely. playing yeah, and yeah. That, playing that's, almost a complete uh, run of of a, of a their song there he is again and they're they're playing this song and it, it's just like a music video it's sick and this is before mtv so yeah, this this is very very common in a lot of black exploitation flicks where uh yeah you got a dope soundtrack and um and, and then yeah you see the entire performance uh, that you see that in Superfly, you got Curtis Mayfield doing the soundtrack, just an entire yeah. performance in the middle of the movie. Dolomite has that. Um, uh, the harder they come, the harder uh, they fall. Uh, Jimmy uh, Cliff, do they do that? Yeah, dude. Oh, that's classic. The harder okay. they come, 
Uh, come on. But uh, yeah, a, a bunch of black exploitation ha- had that where the, it was it was very common where they would just have they would go into a club and then you just see the entire performance and and it jams too. Yeah, that's uh, a great uh, that's a great archetype. And, or, and or, then throughout know, the film, device. yeah, and then throughout what's the. Really, what's really weird to me about that is that that's something that they like took off on on the eighties. And I don't mean to get too off topic here. This has nothing to do with horror movies. It has nothing to do with um, you know uh, black exploitation. But they they did feel that and they started doing that in the eighties with um, uh, Hollywood blockbusters. They wanted to have a lot of that going on there and they might have started earlier than that but i mean i can i can just envision seeing all these 80s movies where they would do a full performance with a uh with a whole like talented band and all Uh, that they were just trying to make a music video out of it and i I wonder if that started because it's it's neat that it happened in this particular movie because it doesn't really fit what this movie's about (laughs) <laughs> yeah but, but he keeps going back to the club everybody keeps going back to the club every character yeah. in this movie keeps meeting up at the club uh, and then you see the performance and it's always the same band <laughs> and, they have nothing better to do oh, oh, i guess and, and, it's just a house band because yeah, by the way it's then, this, they had house bands it's the same band playing different people's songs right so they got two guys and a girl mm-hmm. up front and then, and then a whole band behind them yeah the soundtrack the who corporation plays the first song and then the the second song is is a different artist, and uh, but it's the same people singing it. So I don't know if that's okay. the Hugh Corporation or if the Hugh Corporation that, yeah. or just some I guess, studio That's musician. just this movie because, like in Superfly, you have Curtis Mayfield doing the soundtrack. Yeah, that's Curtis Mayfield. Superfly. Yeah, that's Curtis. Uh, but uh, and uh, and and also you got the chase music. Every black exploitation like has. Who, who it's always like one musical artist like this one you got this band and uh the mac you have willie hutch super fly you have curtis mayfield uh sweet sweet bags badass song you, you have um earth wind and fire and uh it's always the same band but they also there's all also the chase music i think, which, I think i'm gonna i'm gonna start collecting black exploitation vinyl dude i i i, really? I mean I I didn't do vinyl, but I, I definitely when I I got really into exploitation films a few years ago, and I that really got me into seventies soul music, and I I listen to that shit all the time now yeah, because dude. because so, of these movies. So with uh with this being a horror movie, um, I wanna I wanna ask you just a couple horror questions that uh that pertain to this. I wanna know what your favorite special effect is. And I want to know what you liked about the the deaths in this movie. I think they're two very different questions. Uh, I, I personally have two very different answers to it. So I, I want to hear your guys first before I uh, tell you guys how I feel about it. But I thought there were some striking things about both the death scenes. And I have I have a reason that I... I have a thing about them that I like the most. It doesn't have to be a specific death scene, but if there's one you've got that you like better than another, I want to hear about it. And um, your your special effects, what do you like about them? Um, I go first, Dan. Or yeah, okay, I that's just, a good answer. Yeah, don't. don't tell me what don't you like about. <laughs> I think them? I think that that's the weakest part of the whole movie is, is the deaths and, and the special effects. Like like you see him turn into a bat. And, that was and, my favorite special effect. That, wasn't that was, was going to be my favorite, dude. He turned into a bat. 
It's an that was the one I went, whoa. Special about that. Shut up, dude. It's 1972. <laughs> it's there, and this movie was made point. for like... That's a really budget? good point. This, this movie was made for like $20,000 and it made a million dollars and he turned into a bat and they saved it till like an hour in or two or an hour and a half. It yeah. was like almost towards okay. the end of the movie. And he turned um, into a bat. I actually, I, I'm, I'm you go, glad. oh shit, he can do that the whole time? I'm Why did he do that in the coffin? Why did he exactly. fly through? You know what I mean? I'm glad you said that because that... I, that brings me back to uh, earlier the chase music. Mm-hmm. He's actually running from the police. <laughs> he doesn't turn into a vet. He he chops from Listen, the police. Right, right, Bats right, can't right. run, so he can't and run actually, um, I I yeah. have a clip from. Uh, so that's what we're we're all thinking. Like, yeah, he turns into a vet, but he doesn't do it earlier. He runs from the police because you get the chase music. You have to have a chase in with the chase music. It'd be so much uh, better if he was chasing a bat, a cop versus a bat. Yeah, but it, it doesn't work. But anyway, I have a uh, a clip uh, because I, I wanted to bring this up when you when you see him running from the cops. Uh, I didn't really think about it until I watched another uh, review podcast called Double Toasted. Are either of you all familiar with that? Nope. I don't I don't watch I don't watch other podcasts. Nice. Yeah, okay. this is the podcast for me. <laughs> I only watch I only watch infamous horror cult movie grind party. What what is this called? <laughs> cult movie horror party grind part two. Uh, Ooh, it's, it, it's a anyway, grind party? The sequel. Oh, the, yeah. there's a there's another uh podcast called Double Toasted in which they they, they fucking ripped on on blackula uh i i definitely recommend watching the whole thing but i have one scene that is very particular to what we're talking about now and they can say it a lot better than all right, all right. Can, wait wait so. before you before you show this scene before you show the scene how many of their uh ideas have you stolen already <laughs> like one <laughs> and this is it i mean oh, yeah. not really but anyway here we go i'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you all right Pulls out that horn and they start playing. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's man. Look, in the seventies, as a band, you weren't shit if you couldn't play a chase scene. That's right. No, that's true. That's in white movies too. They did that too. Oh, oh, absolutely. Especially detective shows. And Mm -hmm. in the seventies, if the if the if the cops are remotely in your black exploitation movie. You gonna run from the cops if you black, even if you a black vampire. <laughs> you yeah, turn yeah, into yeah. a bat yeah, and fly that away. That fool ran out of a he ran out of a building from the cops. Blackula, the the, <laughs> uh, the vampire, superhuman. I'm a, oh, the cops come and forgot all his powers yeah. and just started running. He remembered he was black. <laughs> he ran i hate to say look i don't want to i don't want to stereotype nobody but black and ran like he stole something all right the nerd in me that brother the nerd in me wants to say uh, was, was from 1780 you don't know what a cop looks he was like kicking or... kicking up dust. <laughs> yeah. oh no we'll, we'll get into that in a minute and it's funny because that he was so scared of the police he, he ran so fast and so quick he forgot he could turn it to a bat. <laughs> 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 he like, knew it faster this way. Man, this movie's an hour and 33 minutes. 
it took him an hour and 15 minutes where he's like, oh, yeah, I can change it to a bat. I have yeah, a rather. I, agree. I had that same thought. Parallel thinking. See, I didn't watch this episode, though. Why didn't you do that <laughs> shit? <I> was- <laughs> you know, the pressure was getting to me. She's like, just be so feminine. Yeah. That's all I know right he's, now. He's running on instinct. Yeah. What, if that was, what was that for the first time he When he heard the cops say freeze, he's. That batshit. Yeah, yeah. It could. I, it is oh, the first time. Yeah, let's take time to turn into a bat. I gotta get. But yeah, that that is the first time <laughs> because Dracula. So yeah, here's the timetable. It's just Dracula turns him into a vampire, then puts him. Yeah, in but the he just doesn't know for two hundred years. Did he just go? Mm, he just like, wakes up two hundred years later, and he's in a new city. With the whole new technology, and to the point that you made, he doesn't know the cops. He doesn't know what cars are. He yeah. he's used to carriages with horses. Oh, they really underplay <laughs> any element of whoa! It's the future. Like no, they would have been just more of that. Except right? everything immediately. He goes into a club and just like sits down, and they're like, "Yeah, get us so some champagne or what." He just starts ordering bottles. With money that he doesn't have, <laughs> and, he apparently and, learned about uh, how to how to get money, how to order drinks, uh, how to, uh, proper etiquette. It's like he good. doesn't. I assume he had to show ID to get in the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not nineteen seventy two. And then and then yeah, he sees a cop car, just books it. <laughs> right. It's like oh, just I don't like, know what that is, but it don't look good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, that, that's an interesting uh, point, man. Yeah, um, yeah. The entire I like I like, I, I like that podcast. Good. What's the name of that podcast? It's called Double Toasted. Um, Double Toasted. I, yeah. I appreciated their their perspective. They, on they make fun of a lot of bad horror movies, or not horror, just bad movies in general. So bad as good genre. The one so. dude looked like he was there in the seventies. I like. I, <laughs> yeah. I just want somebody older than us to be like, yeah, that's what it was like, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I definitely yeah. recommend that episode, but also other movies that they do. Like, uh, th- they've got a really good dynamic and really good personality. Like, uh, it's hilarious. Ian, uh, when are you going to do that for us? What? Get a good dynamic and personalities. All <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're, we're working on it. We're here watching other podcasts. Great. <laughs> what about yeah. yours? Dude, get we're, out of we're, here we're probably that. get a YouTube copyright. No, no, no. I, I'm over here trying to talk over it so that we don't. <laughs> it's like, sorry if that seemed rude, but we can't. We can't just watch another podcast. We have to like commentate on it, right? Which isn't a word, but we have to comment on it. Yeah, um, but it was good. It was good. I like. I like that. And it, and it did. Uh, it did uh, go back to the original point that brought all this on, which is that. That bat scene is impressionable, right? That's my favorite special effect in the movie, not because it's hard to do or difficult or, or impressive in, in, in and of itself, but where it's placed and how it works and uh-huh. the what the fuck moment. Now, that is, that is definitely a good completely. thing about this movie is that everything is well placed. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's where this movie does not suffer or, uh, or we can't make fun of it for is that it's just like. Um, uh, he, he does the whole thing with Dracula, does that thing, and then he meets his first victims, then he meets another victim, then he meets his girl, and then hey, he convinces her, and then and then people are after him. Hey, and hey, going back to bam, the club, bam, bam. Go, yeah. going back, going back to the club, man. Uh, 
did you notice how he had to be invited to the her table? That's pretty good. There? I like yeah, right? that. Right? Right? I like they, <laughs> on my list. They, they definitely have the vampire lord down. Uh, he yeah. follows a large amount of it, and I appreciate that. Like, it's just, it's, it's fun to see him playing Dracula. I, I feel like he's not a good Dracula, but he's a, he's <laughs> Why is he a good? What's, what, you're what, saying his acting black? isn't good? What is, what's, what's bad about his Dracula? No, I just feel like he's a little fast and loose with the rules. Like, he's definitely <laughs> more comfortable than he should be in general. He, he just he knows everything. Like, yeah. He, uh, because the, the movie has just does not care about, like, question, about logic. Yeah, I, I, and this is this is probably where that one to me crosses the line of so bad it's good. It's like, hey, do you care to explain this? No, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> but where does he? No, just, just watch like the movie uh, enjoy don't it. ask and, no questions. But it doesn't. It, it, there's like you you spend all this time. We don't doing care. these certain things. <laughs> and like, yes, yes, but these hoops are over here, and your questions, honestly, they're not they're not part of this. This we're we're doing the Dracula lore. The, yeah, the but answer what about all to the other stuff, no. The answer to every question you have is nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Are you entertained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly, I'm pretty entertained. Okay. Well, hey, yeah. hey, go bet. Uh, uh, Siskel from Siskel and Ebert, he gave it four out of five stars uh, back when he was working for the Chicago Tribune. Is that and true? yeah, yeah, go look it up. And and now, but critics were divided at the time uh, when this was released in '72, just like we're divided now. Because I I legitimately think it's a good movie, and uh and, and I know I know y'all it just don't, has I, a lot of flaws. I respect y'all's opinion, but I'm but I'm saying in 1972 it, it grossed over a million dollars for with a budget it's of entertaining as hell, probably fifty thousand or something. And 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 it did have a split response from critics. There were other critics that also pointed to the fact that there was no sense being made. And I think uh, that it doesn't, If like one of them said, another popular critic at the time said, like, if you go to this movie expecting to see a, a movie about vampires that makes sense, that you will be sorely disappointed. That so, is probably so it's, inter- it's, it's, it's interesting <laughs> and, and cool that 50 years later, Daniel's over here giving the same response without ever knowing that that nope. guy's critique. Right, but but do we do that all the time? Still, for the same movies, you know. Um, I I challenge you to look at just about any movie genre, any movie in general that you that you enjoy, and are there better versions of it, and are there worse versions of it? And you might find that you have the the very best one in mind, but like I guarantee to you that you guys have enjoyed other movie vampires less than Blackula. I think Blackula is pretty cool, and I I've have. Been, I- I've uh, just enjoyed about whether or not I enjoy uh, Edward Cullen all that much more than Blackula. Oh, we're we're leaving Twilight off the table right now, okay? I have enjoyed. I haven't enjoyed other vampires more than Blackula. I've enjoyed other black vampires more than Blackula, and of course, I'm referring to the Daywalker, Wesley Snipes, Blade. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. Sure. You know, so black vampires aren't a new thing, even though this is this is the first time I've seen this movie. Right. And then you also have Vampire in Brooklyn with uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie oh, Murphy. That, How could I forget? Interesting, good, bad movie. I don't know whether it's good or bad. Honestly, I don't. I haven't that judged that one underneath. Blackula's yeah, good. I think that one's bad, bad. That one's bad, bad. But so see, there's the question then: Is were some of these critics looking at it and going like, you know what? Actually, there's a lot of flaws, but there's some good shit to watch here. 
And that's where I that's where I'm coming in with this. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with this. Like this is black exploitation at its peak as far well, as far as horror movies goes, it's the only one, but <laughs> or next to the only one, but uh, I like where they go with it. And I like how they actually bring in the actors and the tropes and all these things to make a passable movie uh with relatively regular flaws. I think that these are the same flaws that happen in most of the black exploitation genre, most of the action genre, and frankly, most movies in general. So I don't think there's anything that's out of the ordinary there, but then there's enjoyment to be had out of it. So it pushes it up above that median line, maybe just a little bit more. Very well said. Yeah. Um, I also agree. Very well said. Uh well, that covers black. It's a whole movie. Yeah. Oh, no, there's there's much there's much more. Okay, when I'm talking about an underlying theme of of social justice, I'm referring to like the scene where uh, uh, Tina goes to investigate her brother's death, right? Uh, and goes to the police officers to at uh, the police station, asking them what's going on, and uh, and and she makes a remark like. Oh yeah, y'all don't do any work looking for black victims. But when it's a white victim, y'all y'all you'll go out and and, and are active mm. immediately and putting out flyers and stuff, right? Yeah, so I think that. I mean, and that has rung all the stuff we're talking about. That's antiquated. Where we're like, oh yeah, but nobody would say that today. Or oh yeah, that's you know seventy two crazy. That's one thing that's stayed persistent throughout the years. Is is, is that you know those those crimes aren't aren't. Uh, reviewed as often and if, you, if you're calling the cops from the wrong neighborhood they're not showing up i know i live in new orleans and that's the way it is if you're you know there's a yeah four hour we, we see the in um uh, boys in the hood uh which is uh so like there's the 70s black exploitation movies this is what i was talking about earlier they didn't really go away they, they just evolved and in the early 90s you had these hood movies which were basically the same thing but they're more like hard dramas, like really gritty, and all all the fun, like all the flashy clothes and and just jamming soul music is all gone and it's replaced with like just seriousness. And I mean, I love Boys in the Hood, but um, that's exactly what happens in that movie: is that somebody burglarizes their house and they call the cops, and the cops show up like two hours later. And it's and they're just like, yeah, we don't care. We like they're straight up just like we don't care. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's the same. I mean, I completely hijacked the conversation. I'm not saying making this <laughs> yeah, at all yeah, the same did. point that you were making. Ian, but... Ian, you're, Ian you're, I mean, I, I don't understand why you even do this, man. You're, you you shouldn't even be a host, honestly. You're you're you're. you're... <laughs> The Ian you know, Shirt show starring Ian and other Ian. Yeah, like yeah, you know, man, you're, you're you're driving us off track. You're you're freaking you're, you're freaking you know t talking through through everybody else, man. You're over. You're interrupting everyone. Okay, I don't know if, if you realize this. Very different. Ian. You know, if you want yeah. to that 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 <laughs> I, it, it just I mean seriously, dude. Like, I you know. Come on. I do like you know the evolution of the idea of an exploitation movie, though. Shut up. Shut your ugly old time ancient ass up. All right. Sorry. What were you saying, Daniel? That that, that <laughs> was directed towards you. Well, thank you for for removing Immaculate. I believe he was a little bit. 
too aggressive there. Um, <laughs> right. I, I, well, I'm nobody sure. comes on my show and tells me I'm interrupting people, even though I just interrupted you just now. <laughs> I think I think that's a wrong movie, but I appreciate the way that it starts out there. <laughs> um, right. All right, I got better. But. <laughs> oh, he is back. Look at that. We didn't uh, say anything bad about you, Niaclea. In in Y'all didn't say anything bad about me. That's How do cool. I say that name? So Yinkula. foreign and mysterious. Yinkula. Oh, nice. Did, don't you remember? Don't you remember the book you never bought at the at the book fair? Uh, Bunny Kula. I do remember that. Holy shit. Believe that he drained the color out of carrots similar to Marceline the Vampire Queen uh, drains red out of foods. Are you saying that you you, you read Bunny Killer as a kid? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Man, I forgot. I know about that. That is a blast from the past. Oh, Ian, you you, you read it? Yeah. Okay, two out of three. But we all saw it at the book fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I just say Bunny Killer? Not as do you think the do you think the director or do you think the the, the author of Bunnykula uh, saw Blackula and was like, but with bunnies? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, Dracula was really popular. <laughs> yeah, but what else? Who else took who, who else took the dra out of Dracula and added another word in there? I guarantee of- you, there's a list of top ten Aculas that you could have uh, somewhere on the internet. There's Dracula. The, not, the, car, the car from car the that also sucks blood. Yes, <laughs> it runs on blood as fool. Uh, van- the vampire motorcycle had to have had a cool name, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, the oh, uh, yeah, about yeah, that, I bought a vampire early episodes we did on the show. Yeah, about a vampire motorcycle. I forgot about that one. That was a fun one. That one was Definitely. a lot of fun. Uh, so, so me I and Daniel that, that comes... and a couple uh, Sloan and Johnny, we 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 did a movie called uh, "I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle," and it's about a motorcycle that's a vampire. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm in. So I guess that that that's a good uh, leading point to a ridiculous question: is what thing that you haven't watched in a movie, read in a book, or? really had like a deep discussion about do you really want to see become a vampire and why what thing do you want to be a vampire like like vampire blank like a mad lib but like it, absolutely a, yes whatever it is i am a, now romantically involved with a vampire underline score noun oh oh there's sex involved it could there could be it's a vampire of course there's sex involved yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit okay um ian you go first so the question was i you're mad living your own vampire movie but it has to be with something that you haven't seen before something you want to see but you haven't seen but so it's make like your own object? vampire movie it's it like could be object. Okay. Oh, 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 vampire saving private Ryan. <laughs> okay. There, okay. There, that's that's there my choice. I want movies to that, but I would probably watch that particular movie. And I want a scene for scene remake of saving private Ryan, but with 
with vampires interspersed, right? They've been doing that. Isn't there Pride and Prejudice and zombies? That's a that's a thing. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, there, there's zombies that do where, that. Where yeah. do they storm the Are beaches you, of Normandy in Pride and Prejudice and zombies? No, but I'm saying like your your movie title might actually make a lot of money. I like. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're saying in that vein? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Freaking. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna remake movies with vampires, then... yeah, just add vampire to your, to a good movie, it's like <laughs> the Shawshank Vampire Redemption. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my <laughs> my best vampire's wedding, or my best friend's vampire <laughs> wedding. <laughs> That sounds great, though. That's uh, almost the point of um, what we do in the shadows, isn't it? Like, yeah, is it, uh, yeah, four? yeah, yeah. Put four. Uh, put put oh, vampires oh, in, in casual. I, I thought you were talking uh, about the situations. Movies, what we do in the vampires? Oh no, that's 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 out of date now, Ian. You're uh, you're behind. There's I just, four I just show showed that movie to my fiance a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, dude, you're living at, you're living in 2015. I I, I envy you. Yeah, it's so 2008. Um. All right. Uh, how how about how about um, Father of the Vampire Bride? <laughs> I don't know why I'm going for these chick flicks. It's just so oh, much no. funnier to me. <laughs> I I see personally for me. I think that vampire bees would be really fun. Vampire just bees. The idea that like killer bees are already really awful, but like <laughs> that sting you, but then you turn into a vampire, and maybe. It comes out of your butt instead, and then you have to sting them by putting your butt up against somebody. That just sounds like an awful, wow. bad movie. For okay, me. okay. I would yeah, love yeah. to watch a monster movie. You can go a lot of, and places it could have that. anything. So you could do that to you know a dog or to a rabbit or to a giraffe, and they'd still have to do the same thing. They'd be so a vampire through their butt. Now you're biting bunny color. If you're gonna do it on a rabbit, yeah, I'll be, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not uh, particular route here. How, how about the Shawshank Vamp Redemption? <laughs> that's a that's a, a different way of saying what I said earlier, but I like it. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you're, you're one World War Two you prison, uh, same shit. I'm not yeah, even dude. being sarcastic. It really is the same shit. Okay. So okay. okay. Uh, oh, Agent Cody. Agent Cody Banks, but he's a vampire. Okay. I'm and I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Vampires in the hood. Yeah, it worked for Leprechaun. I, I'm barely certain that they absolutely worked for Leprechaun. <laughs> so here's a good question that you're you're gonna do a black exploitation horror movie but you can't choose vampires uh what's your next best choice frankenstein of course no <laughs> we've seen that movie we've seen blackenstein that exists what one do you really want i i actually did just watch blackenstein i'll get i'll get i'll answer your question in a second i did uh just watch blackenstein and that movie sucks <laughs> It's not in any way like Blackula. Like Blackula yeah. definitely has its flaws. It's definitely a poorly made film with a heart of gold. And uh, but Blackenstein is absolutely in no way. Uh now, okay, so horror movie you want to see vampires in? or No, I want to see black exploitation. Oh, black exploitation, right, right, yeah. right. My bad. So we've yeah. got to we've got to take the 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 fun of doing something like 
Blackula, you taking a, a, a traditional style monster and then you've got to make it into the exploitation genre through um through the black exploitation genre. So what do you what do you want to see? Well, you could do a zombie movie, but instead of traditional zombies, <laughs> it become uh black people. <laughs> No, yeah, none of this works good. Dude. That doesn't sound no, good. It doesn't. None, of this, none of this works. This is a terrible question. We'll let you do I, a I, I was gonna do, on that one. Like, like I was gonna do an invasion of the body snatchers, and that doesn't work either. Like, we can't do. Like, I don't know how you make it. <laughs> well, okay, no, you 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 take a premise, and it's like seventies black actors, black filmmakers. With the I traditional think, like band in the background, Daniel. I think I, I think before we started, you said Black Mummy. I think that that'd probably be the best one, like an African. No, I, mean, I would, would love that one. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are all I was African. So I want to go with the um. Yeah, Egyptian. Yeah. It, are... <laughs> <laughs> I think I introduced a horrifying topic. I'm gonna just switch yeah, it back good. to where I was going. So my idea for this was uh, Christine. Uh, but I wanted to be the pimped out <laughs> mobile from Superfly. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have the high rims. I wanted to have this. I oh my god, to be Daniel! A that... little bit more like uh, Kit from um, Night Rider, though. I wanted to be real uh, talkative and terrible, and like. Are you saying the car? I wanted will... to be Night Rider, but with sass. <laughs> so I feel like this would make a really entertaining movie because. We've seen killer car movies for a while now, and I feel like the one thing that's missing from it is a real personality. And I think that if you threw in a um, a great black actress, that you'd do great with it, you know? Like Pam. Uh, this Summer, starring Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, Pam, Pam Greer. Uh, um, I'd, I'd even be willing to give, you know, some of your... Um, some of your... I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, tough worded uh, black um, uh, performance artist or something. Like, I I would love to hear it voiced by Lizzo. I think she'd be great for this one in particular. Just like mad and sassy. And I'm thinking it, it could go along the lines of something like Killer Bong, where that's an exploitational movie as well. But make it about a car and make it a car that is possessed by a dead black woman. And it would be just so cool and awesome and just fun rip and uh exploitational you'd have a really good job with oh, this yeah. movie could it be a famous dead black woman absolutely sure well i mean uh, you probably can't have a dead woman voice it but you could try no no it, it would be like T- tiffany haddish doing a tina turner impression or something you know sure yeah that would be good to- oh Tina Turner would be great too, because I can imagine where you just she just turn up the sound slowly until everyone's head in the car exploded. Yeah. On a high note, that'd be fun. That's still like, dude, that yeah. that would be a, that would be a rough pitch. Uh, <laughs> to any, to any like executive anywhere. Oh, I thought but, you were making a pun. I'm sorry. Did I make a pun? Did I make an unintentional pun? A rough pitch about singing high notes too loud. Yeah, probably. Dang, could you, um, yeah, I, I meant to do that. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for picking up on my wit. <laughs> I like to keep it highbrow. <laughs> uh, that, that was less good than the last one, but you tried. I, it wasn't even a real. It wasn't even a real pun. There was no connect. <laughs> 
What else? What else, you guys? You guys got what else? You guys got on this movie though? Let's let's steer let's steer it back to Blackula. Uh, y'all y'all remember we, Skillet? We no, no, no. We didn't talk right. about Skillet, dude. We did not talk Skillet. about Skillet. We gotta um, talk about Skillet. Why don't, you tell, that, why don't you tell us about Skillet? Skillet was this. Uh, he was a bit character on TV shows. His real name wasn't Skillet. I, I don't have his name on the top of my head, but the character's name is Skillet in Blackula, and he's the guy who shows up at the table and go. Who's that strange dude in the cape? And he looks. That is he, he, one strange dude. Yeah, that is one strange dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, where'd you get that cape from? Yeah, yeah. I want to get that cape. He, he's like the one stereotypical black guy that's in every black exploitation film. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking too. Is like I can hear the words and I can think of it in this movie, but also it lets me think of a lot of other movies too. Yeah, What's he, that dude he, showed he just, up here with that cape and that cane and that whole and, and he, swagger that he's got he's walking the only, down the street. He, he's the only in the club. Like we never see him outside of the club. He and, and when they go to the club, it's just the main characters talking to each other, and the skillet just shows up, and his name is Skillet. <laughs> in 1972, <laughs> Skillet. That's man. That's pretty progressive, dude. There were a lot more skillets after Skillet. Than before, Skillet. actually, yeah. The uh, the movie that we're covering next week, Petey Weistraw has a character named Skillet, uh, who which is was released it, after 1972. Am I wrong? Yeah, it, it was. And, and this it's is an actually film. And, and actually, it's a comedian named Skillet who's in the movie and he plays himself. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I, I know for a fact there's a actually DJ Skillet, right? Right? No. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Skillet, he just shows up in a club. He shows up late. <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's so fucked up. How did he show up late? What was he late for? I don't think he... That, that I was mean, never brought to he showed up later than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, okay, and, all right. And he, he, he comes up, and he, he's just like, he's like, hey, what's happening, man? And, and he, he roasts Blackula on, on his cape, and he sits down, and he just starts pouring up the the drinks that that he didn't like throw down on. I don't know, man. He's a guy that I would like. I would drink with. I would drink with Skillet. Yeah, Skillet's like would, a cool dude. You would you drink with him because he would just start taking your drink. Like he would just yeah, start pouring. Well, he, he was never shown to be. He was never shown to be nefarious or, or ill willed in any sort of way. He was. He was no, just a genius. No, no. He offered to buy the cape, not take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, but you know what he did not offer to buy? That bottle he drank out of. <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> oh, they did make a point of, 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 of that. Yeah, like, but you got to take a bottle for the table. It's Skillet. Come on. He, he, he probably wouldn't have shown up until they got the bottle. He was like, all right. That's why he uh, showed up late, man. <laughs> dude, He's dude, that that's guy. So, <laughs> that's so Skillet, though. See what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of him. That's his thing. But uh, he'll, he'll just uh, yeah. So that yeah. That's speaking, of, speaking of drink, speaking of drink orders, did, did y'all did y'all notice what uh what King uh Mama Wude ordered? What, uh, was it like cognac, like Hennessy or something? Nah, man, he, he got he got himself a Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He did, he did. I want that to be my least favorite yeah. vampire joke that is made in almost every movie. <laughs> He did order. They order bloody berries. Is that a normal? I, I bet he. You know what? I bet he was very disappointed with how. <laughs> you know what the shit is this? 
I thought the there's, waitress's name was Mary. What the fuck? <laughs> there's no blood in this. Um, and and how would he know what a bloody Mary is? He absolutely would not. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. I'll there explain it right now. Vampires, vampires are telepathic. Yeah. So they, vampires are telepathic. So they always have the collective knowledge of the world. There, I said it. Super, super geniuses. Well, may, maybe, just maybe, his first victim and all the other victims after he just sucked in like his knowledge of the. Oh, world. that's better. Better. Uh, <laughs> Eat your brains and gain your knowledge. That is a different movie, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not this movie. There's no, no, uh, no. Eat logic. your brains and gain your knowledge. In, in this, in this movie. <laughs> Yo, what? one of no, one of those interior designers that had a few Bloody Marys right before he he got got. <laughs> He's like, he was like, hey, hmm, this, this drink food. sounds you pretty good. It's good. Oh my god, that's not you guys, what I thought it was at all. Do you, th- do you guys think this movie would have benefited from a traditional Transylvanian accent of the of Blackula? He was because <laughs> I, I imagine that's how it, I, I'm sure that's that's actually closer to the original idea of this movie than what it turned into. Because the actor actually had a large say in, in trying to portray Blackula in a more respectful manner. Like, like he worked with the producers to create the whole backstory of this is an African king and he's, he's an honorable man. He was forced in this position. Uh, that, that was all uh, the, the actor. Ian, I think you, you named him earlier. I, for, I, I forget what his name was. That's uh, uh, being of the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, the actor. Yeah, the actor who played Blackula. Yeah, Arthur Miller. Uh, no, that's not his name. No, it's uh, it? William Marshall. I'm just saying things. William Marshall. I was close. Yeah, very close. But but yeah, like he actually had a big part in uh, determining the because originally it was just going to be like Black Dracula. That was all their. That was all they had to go on the producers, you know. Yeah, and that was too long, so they shortened it up. I love the idea that someone is going to be like, "Hey, and Webb." Black Dracula, go. That, that's my direct. Black Dracula, do a movie. Yeah, that's not that's not a movie. That's a that's two words together that I don't know what you want. So, so that make at it that good, point you watch go. you watch Hammer uh, Dracula. I'm not movies. gonna make it good. Not I'm not gonna choose to make this good. I'm gonna make my own movie. It's gonna be Ian Webb's version of what is good for Black Dracula the movie. I do like to know that the uh, that the actor actually had some say in it though, because that's uh, that's one of those weird things that happened during the black exploitation genre is that you actually had uh, black directors and black actors able to have what they wanted go on screen, and that wasn't always good. But it was a a portion of history that is is interesting for sure. Well, it's not always black directors, black actors, yes. But sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot of times, half the time, the director is white, half and it's actually an exploitation film because they're like, it is literally that it's where like we're gonna take all this culture. And we're gonna make money well, off of if, it. If, if, if you mm-hmm. think of it like, listen, if you think of it like that, then, uh, you know, Chuck Berry was playing ex, uh, exploitation music. You know what I mean? Like the, the same things happened in the music industry and and and, yeah, and, and all. Our, you know, 
uh, uh that, that's a common that's a common story but what, uh, what's different is that if they put it in the name of the genre you know what i mean yeah which it gets de- definitely gets a bad name for it because it, it makes you think of of like something specific you know which is the exploiting black culture which some movies do and some movies don't like uh movies like um Sweet Sweetback's badass song, and like that, and uh, um, I'm having trouble thinking of some others. Penitentiary, uh, and Dolomite specifically. I don't know, man. I, I have to separate the art from the people who who funded it or made money off of it, because not not the artist himself, but the people who funded it or made money off it. I'd never be able to watch another Miramax film otherwise. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, I still love these films. So the the black exploitations that's made by white directors, such as uh, like Foxy Brown and, and Coffee and uh, Shaft and Superfly in the back. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, those are all great movies. The, they're great. Uh, yeah. and, and it's just. It, uh yeah, and in fact, it got to the point where actually the um, Black Panthers threatened to they they put they put death threats out for the producers of the Mac, and um, oh really? Yeah, and, and they actually did murder a guy who's part of that movie. That there's uh, an actual real life pimp uh, who helped them. He he helped finance the film. And he offered protection in a lot of like the bad neighborhoods and stuff from like their uh, their equipment getting stolen, and then that guy ended up being murdered by uh, they think by the Black Panthers. Damn, dude, that's heavy. That's heavy as shit. We're getting yeah. we're getting into the weeds, Ian. You want to? You well, that's talk what about- happens on this show. <laughs> I call it the Trash Horror Movie Grand. We do that every episode. Uh, now, can we, I will can say we, can we talk about the, the last like twenty minutes of this the movie? The director, yeah, just a minute. The director, William Kane or Crane of Blackula, I'm pretty sure he's white. Um, but uh, would would you all like to know what what uh, movies he's done or TV shows? Mostly TV shows. Oh, uh, he did. He he directed a few episodes of the Mod Squad. I know that he did that. He did old, old favorite of mine. Uh, yeah, he did Mod Squad. That was the first thing. Then he did Blackula. Then he did a few episodes of Starsky and Hutch. Never heard of it. Bullshit. And then... You don't know the Mod Squad? <laughs> and then he did a few episodes. He did 146 episodes of The Dukes of Hazard. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy who directed Dukes of Hazard directed Blackula. That's the one I never thought of. The uh, Blackula meets the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah, there we go. I feel like. I do you feel think like... he turned into a bat over the jump, or do you not think he turned into a bat over the jump? <laughs> I don't, man. I nope. You know what bat. that would turn. You know what that would turn into. You ever hear the song that? Uh, that ice ice cube did with uh i think it was like brad paisley uh yeah yeah well yeah okay 
<laughs> moving on. Um, so you want to talk about the last like ten minutes or so? Okay, yeah, yeah. The way the way it ends. So the police are searching for vampires. They've been convinced now. They finally they had to bring vampires everywhere to show people that they were real. They couldn't talk them into it. The police are searching for uh, for vampires. They're uh, uh, they end up in like some plant, some facility, right? Uh, and Tina gets like shot somehow, or she's like dying. So to save her life. Uh, Blackula's got to turn her into a vampire, right? Yeah. Turns turns her into a vampire. I guess he mm-hmm. gives her he's like take a nap and like puts her in a coffin. And then he's over here killing cops and stuff. Good scenes. Uh, there's a scene where he's throwing a barrel over a, over a staircase and hitting people. There's a lot of good like stuntman work where they're rolling down stairs and stuff over each other, right? But then mm-hmm. uh. But then you know the, the big twist at the end. The, the guy comes up to kill what he thinks is Blackula, but it's actually Tina. And then he's about to pull the cross on on Blackula to be like, "Yo, stay away from me." Blackula goes, "There's no need for that. I'm gonna go fucking kill myself on the roof." Yeah. You know, he doesn't say it outright, but he's just like, "There's no need for that." And they're like, "Okay, I'll put it away then." If you say so. Turns around, walks up to the roof. Uh, funny enough sign as he's walking up says no smoking guess who's going to be smoking in about 20 seconds blackula because he's because the sun's already risen i didn't get enough of that during that that movie. was it's so just... completely not on purpose <laughs> um... and then okay and then they cut to the sun <laughs> so he starts burning they cut to the sun they cut back maggots living maggots all up in his eyes and stuff where yeah, the maggots that, come that was from? popular in the 70s but just like instant maggots, though, like usually it's like an old dead body <laughs> you find. Been there for a day or two, and, and that's enough time for a- flies to lay eggs and larvae to hatch. Hasn't, but hasn't he been maggots, dead for 200 years, and he has instant regeneration capacity? So how long has those lab- maggots been finding living generations? It's probably like the 20th generation inside of his body, right? 20th. Is that how vampires work? Was Edward from, uh, uh, from fucking Twilight full of maggots? That's what I assume. Yes. <laughs> is, yeah, is Brad like the fucking uh yes. man from Twilight yes. Christmas or whatever? Yes. That's crazy, dude. You broke you, I, I refuse to move on this. I believe that that's how it works. Yes. I think you just blew the lid off this, Daniel, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh yeah, I never thought about it like that. Damn. Vampires. Start are thinking about it that way. You see a beautiful vampire, he's got maggots under his everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything. So, I mean, every, I mean, that's why I was so squirmy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, at this point, we, we usually go into the prompt, which we already pretty much covered with the the Dracula and other or vampires and other movies. Sorry. I had to I had to jump the gun on that. Oh no, no, that's know. fine. It was it was I needed to know. <laughs> uh, unless either of y'all have any other ideas of uh, any well, other for, w- one thing one thing I'd be uh, remiss if I if I forgot to include is the the excellent intro uh, artwork. It's like a stop motion two D animation, right? And and uh, it's accompanied by a very very well done funk song as 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 we talked about 
uh, earlier. But yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, if you don't want to watch this movie, for some reason, if you watch this whole podcast, you made it this far, and you don't want to watch Blackula, just watch that intro part. Because it's, yeah. it's just by itself is totally, totally good. Just the, the, the artwork to be appreciated for what it is. Also, please, if you don't want to watch this movie and you've made it this far, please leave a comment down below. I want to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you and why are you still watching? Like, Don't I listen just, to Daniel. Maybe... You're perfect. You're perfect in every way you are. Keep watching. I'm, I'm, I just want to know. I just want to know. Like, but also, let, let, let us know, know um, what vampires you'd like to see remade into a classic movie. Um, now, uh, let's rate it. Uh, and Daniel, we'll start with you. All right, great. So we start with production value, correct? Yes. All right, so uh, product production value is low. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it uh, five out of ten. Uh, bad transition scenes that I, I I like less than literally shouting the word "bat" and flying off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's good. That's uh, good. What do you have for enjoyment? I don't think that this is for everybody. So as much as I enjoy it, this isn't a movie that I'm going to be bringing to most audiences. Um, I have an audience for that. I do live in Florida. Uh, it's fine <laughs> to bring up these things sometimes. And I will regret it sometimes. Uh, I don't know that you want to find out people's ideas on race or... Um, exploitational things and and other times i think i don't really want to piss somebody off that may be a little more sensitive to this i do not believe this is a sensitive movie so as much as i love it i can only give it a seven uh i'm gonna give it uh seven times in which you name somebody something that you can't repeat in public like blackula (laughs) okay uh nice and Ian, what's the first uh, production value? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna give this. I'll be a little more generous than Daniel. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. And Damn, I don't. Do you think it's that good? It only gets a six because of the the audio quality during the live ah! performances. Oh. During the live performances, the audio mixing between that point that leave the <laughs> left a lot to be desired. Okay. Um, visually, uh, I think they did a lot with what their budget offered. Um, yeah, the deaths weren't, you know, greatly memorable. But you know, remember this is prior to the, uh, you know, the big slasher boom of the late seventies and early eighties. So death scenes weren't that crazy to begin with, anyway. But it, you know, it was more about the psychological thrilling aspect. Uh, what's 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 the second one? Uh, enjoyability. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, I I agree with you on that, Daniel. This is a you got to introduce this to the right person because it can yep. go the wrong way on in two directions and, yep. and but in, in some sense it's kind of a good litmus test for your friends to be like hey how do you feel about blackula and if they if they start going down a weird rabbit hole like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay yeah. we don't have to and we don't, in, have, in to, we don't have to be friends too. anymore yeah you know but, but but in the opposite yeah you could offend somebody yeah you know and, and just just, mean... just with the word black exploitation shut up we all completely <laughs> under muted me okay all right so we we all completely understand I, I thought but maybe not yeah but uh yeah so so yeah for enjoyability shit 
It does First, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to rate it on my own enjoyability, not not to show. Yeah, that's, that's the point. Yeah. Fucking. How much do you enjoy it? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. I kind of got a little bored to have like towards the end. Um, uh, I, I had to go back what? and watch the last twenty minutes. But hey, what? Yeah, what's what, what was the last uh, category? No, no, no. But eight, uh, eight, what? Eight out of ten. What? What are you oh, rating it? Eight out. Eight out of ten. Fabulous interior designers. All right. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, love to see 10 of those guys or even eight, and they were great already. Hey, hey, if eight out of 10 were down, come on, that's good odds. (laughs) Come on, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, uh, production, I I think is low, very low. Um, but you, you you brought up a good point that they did well with the budget that they had, uh, made over a million dollars, Ian. Yeah, um, I haven't made a million dollars yet on any of my endeavors, so nope. You know, shame on me. Is yep. low, um, and the script is kind of kind of shitty. Uh, so, um, I will give it five Bloody Marys. Um, as far as enjoy it. Enjoyment factor, I loved it. I thought it was very entertaining. It was a lot of fun. Um, it did get kind of slow later on, but mostly it was, it, it was a lot of fun to make fun of uh, by like how bad the script was and how much none of it made sense whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed making fun of it. Uh, so uh, I'll give it uh, eight Leroy's. And that is it for this episode of Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind. Next week, we're going to remain in the black exploitation genre um, with uh, a movie that's kind of horror, not in, in the sense that Blackula is, but uh, uh, it, it's uh, it's called Petey Weestraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law. Yep. Uh, it is uh, a Dolomite film. Uh, basically, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, you got um, Rudy Ray Moore. He did a bunch of Dolomite films. And then he did this one where, the uh, Ian, you you haven't seen this, have you? I've not seen Petey Wheatstraw, no, just the, just the trailer. Well, why don't you tell us what it is based on the title? <sighs> well... Pete was born in a small town in southern Georgia. Made his way up to New York in the late 70s. Uh, got got in a little trouble with the wrong crowd, with the wrong people. Uh, but, you know, throughout, throughout it all, he maintained a heart of gold. Uh, uh, now he's being faced with the biggest challenge of his life at, 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 at a pivotal turning point that uh, uh, really set the stage for the rest of his his existence. And, and it all ends in a in a uh, climactic uh, experience. 
that's pretty much what it's about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you completely left out the devil's son-in-law part, but uh, oh yeah, was that? I, I just thought it's called. It's called. It's what is? What's it called? It's called this. Now go and get tickets to Leroy and Skilly. You damn record. I think we need to go. What, Petey? Are you crazy? Don't you know what they'll do to you? I'm gonna give them an opening that they will never forget. Damn right. <laughs> oh, the devil's son. Okay, I see it now. The devil's son-in-law. So he married the devil's daughter. Hey, then we all. <laughs> uh, Daniel, why don't you tell us what that movie's about based on the title? I, honestly, based on the title, not what I thought the movie was about. Uh, when I when I watched the movie, I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, you actually uh, just you've yes, it? I've watched that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, if I'm gonna. Let's just go with the idea that uh, we, we are going to have to name the movie uh, based on the title. Uh, Petey Wheatstraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law. I I would have actually assumed it was a gambling movie or maybe a gunslinger movie, maybe a combination of both where it's like an old school gangster. Uh, kind of is. It kind of is. Kind of. Uh, I would not have assumed actual devil. Uh, here's where the horror part comes in, I guess. But um, I would have assumed that Petey Wheatstraw was just really, really, really good at what he does. So he has to um, keep winning cards after he gets too much money and they, the casino decides to go after him. He's got to, you know, start shooting people in order to keep the money that he rightfully won without cheating. Uh, based on the fact they assumed he was cheating because he was black. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the black exploitation genre at a different level that they assumed he was cheating back in the '70s since he was too lucky. All right. Uh, what what it's actually about is uh, he's a stand-up comedian who gets murdered, and then uh, the devil lets decides to let him like come back to life of living and give him a magical pimp cane. If only on the condition that he marries the devil's daughter, and I assume the, she must be beautiful, correct? She is not, <laughs> and so he tries to skip out on the deal with the, with the devil's pumpkin. Hey man, and, hey man, hey man. She she might not she might not be beautiful, but the sex is fire. <laughs> I get it. All right, well that's uh, next week's episode. Petey Weistra, the devil's son-in-law. Um, what what do you guys got going on? Anything? Any new projects no. or anything? Nothing. Well, uh, I I got a I got a new new something. Uh, it's going to be coming out probably a couple weeks from now. A little little after Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're in, if you're into biopics or movies about uh movies about musicians, right, or music in general, uh, then then you may be interested to check out the first episode, the pilot of uh of movies about music right where, where we take a deep dive into the story behind the story and find out about uh about not only the the, the movie itself but the but the the character therein uh the first episode is going to be with uh our our gracious host here ian webb and, yes uh, 
and we we will be covering La Bamba, the one of the greatest movies of all time. Starting to uh, God, I got I got a lot to get into. Let's say I got a lot to say. Okay, so if you want to if you want to see some uh, some folks talking about uh, movies about music, stick around. Search movies about music on YouTube. It's gonna be uh just after the Thanksgiving holiday. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, and uh, also looking forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. So, uh, yeah, keep, keep us posted once once you got it going. We'll, we'll uh, plug it more on here. Uh, that's Movies About Music. Not up yet, but it will be. And uh, for uh, the uh, you all, uh, I will plant you now and dig you later. Uh, take it easy. Shut up. Shut your ugly old time ancient ass up. <laughs>